Folks, if your financial professional tends to speak in terms of their industry jargon, it can be confusing, but it's important to have clarity, which is why I so recommend Arif Halaby of Total Financial Solutions. My wife Sue and I are Arif's clients because he provided us with such clarity. He is very knowledgeable and capable when it comes to reliable retirement income. Tune into Arif Halaby's show, The Total Financial Hour, Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM 870, The Answer. Security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power. All right, welcome back to the show. You listen to me, Eric Halby. Eric Halby from Total Financial Solutions. That's me. Uh, you know, blue collar kid grew up. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I always thought of, uh, you know, people always talk about their pedigree. You know, these politicians, the son of a. The uh, the granddaughter of a and a you know as if my grandfather's profession had a whole lot to do with me, right? I, I guess maybe it means they just don't hold your breath for an inheritance. But you know, my grand one grandfather was a farmer, the, and worked for the county uh, his last bit of life. But ninety uh, percent of his life, working life, was a farmer. My other grandfather was a taxi driver for many many years. That was his. Uh, main source to provide for his family. Isn't that funny? Taxi driver and a farmer. Can't get more American than that, except the taxi driver was in Beirut, Lebanon, and the farmer was in Michigan. So how do we do this, folks? Uh, You know, you always think about how and who's going to take care of you. I want you to look in the mirror. Start with taking care of yourself. Then you can take care of others, right? When you're in a plane and it's going down, first you put on your mask. Then you put on the person next to you. If you can't take care of yourself, the rest of the, the world collapses, right? If you're, a, if you're a family, a husband, wife, and kids, first you take care of your spouse. Then you can take care of your kids. When you have a, a spouse-centered life, financially, uh, health, everything, you, you tend to be a healthier family than if you focus on the kids, right? Because 10 minutes after the kids are gone, you're like, who are you again? Right, same thing happens. You don't put the children ahead of you. It is the same in your retirement. You have to take care of yourself first. Then you can help the rest of society. Then you can help the rest of your fellow man and women. And it's look. I've talked to you about this. They're going to have to raise taxes. They're going to have to increase the employee contribution. That's kind of a a quasi version of that. But they're going to have to. I think it's going to be property taxes. Prop thirteen sorry, goodbye. You might think that was your saving grace to not be property taxed out of your home, but I think they're going to call it a fee. And remember, they always do it. They, it's 1%. It's 2%. Come on, you greedy son of a gun. It's it's not very much. And you go, well, gosh, I feel bad for objecting. And it's, since it's for the children or nurses or firemen or older people, right? They, oh, okay. Well, gosh, you feel horrible by trying to object. Wait a second. I'm supposed to take care of myself first. All right. I think they're going to also reduce the income. You heard me talk last week of a gentleman from Northrop, right? Big company. Oops, we're sorry. I think I was supposed to just say defense contractor. Big, right? One of the big defense contracts. Scratch that. Big defense contractor. Guy receives a pension a, a year later. A year, almost a year, right? I think it's 11 months. And they say, oh, you know, what we gave you, the number we gave you, we were off by $2,000 a month. So you were supposed to get $7,500 a month, but we were wrong. We did our formula wrong, and since it's our bad, we're going to take the money from you. And you go, huh, how do you square that circle? You say, okay, so since it's our bad, we're taking your funds, and we're going to let you pay us back each month for the next year. So yesterday, his pension, big-time engineer with this big company, right? Everything was good. 7500 a month goes down to 5500 a month. That's the new normal. That's, the, that's what he's supposed to expect, except that he's got to pay back 2000 which now makes it 3500 a month. So how do you go from 7500 to 3500 and then your employer goes, oh, we're so sorry, but we're sorry. Doesn't that mean anything? You're like, how do I take sorry to the grocery store? 
can you do me a favor and tell my electric company I'm sorry I can't make the house, the electric payment? Can you can you tell them sorry for me? Right? And they, and they try to explain it to you and they, you know, but the actuarial formula and the lady was out and the man was sick and and you know, we carried the one but we forgot to divide by two and by the time it was all done and you, they have your head spin and they use percentages, does that sound like your broker? That's why we lost your money when everybody else was going up. Or that's why you only made this much when everybody else was making that much. I know you get all the risk, right? You you can't argue. Like, how are you supposed to argue? Well, I think you guys uh, carried the, the, the four, right? What? And so, if you are expecting a pension of any significance, I don't care from whom, you need to make sure that your financial life is on track. I like you to expect no more than 75% of that pension. Isn't that funny? Before I found out about this this man, uh, that's exactly the numbers that we talk about. I said, expect 75% of your pension. If you can live on it, life is good. If not, let's get planning. Let's start putting together an income strategy so that no matter what happens today, five years from today, 10 years from today, no matter what happens, it doesn't ruin your retirement. Okay? Just make sure you, if you say, Eric, there's no way in heck that I can live on 75% of it, then no problem. Then we need a plan. All right? You need to speak with your financial advisor. You can speak with me. I'm a retirement uh, income guy, right? Maybe we can get some guarantees in there. Maybe you speak with your CPA. Maybe your, your tax attorney. I don't know. But we sit together and we build a plan. And then the dirty secret that I don't think they're telling people is that they're going to have to do something very, very wrong. They're going to go to the employers, the school districts, the cities, like the lady who was a CalPERS pension recipient up in Northern California. And she got word that the city could no longer afford because CalPERS messed up on the pension earnings, right? They, they calculated incorrectly. And the poor lady, the poor lady was done. So let me give you her num- what her numbers were. I want to say it was 4000 a month. And she could no longer receive that money. And it went down to 1700 <laughs> do, you, do you realize that? Uh, how, did, how did you mess up? How did she mess up? Very simple. They told her, listen... The small city you work with that has four or five, eight employees, whatever it is, they need to write a check for $1.3 million. Well, the whole budget for the city is like $2 million. And all of a sudden, they go, well, uh, sorry about that. Here you go. Ready? New 2017 pension data released. CalPERS payouts approach $21 billion dollars per year. That means it's almost doubled. It's up 43% over the past five years. When you have 10,000 people retiring per day, you know that in the United States, 10,000 people are tapping into social security approximately. It's probably back down a little bit because the numbers I have are before this boom in the economy when there's jobs everywhere. Because if you were going to turn on Social Security at 64, 65, and you go, gosh, you know what? I kind of like my new job, and they gave me a pay raise, and the Trump tax cuts are actually working, and my employer is now expanding their job, you know, their their contract. Their, uh, I'm just not going to turn on Social Security right now. I'm going to let it grow. The exact opposite happened in 09 and 10, which is what skewed the numbers. Because more people were retiring than, than the system expected because they couldn't get a job anymore. The, the, we were in recession. Going forward, all of a sudden folks are like, well, gosh, I guess uh, I might work a little longer. Right? You have a very important system here. You have folks making more than 200000 a year. Okay, listen, that is so rare. Right? City manager from Gardena. Mitchell Lansdell, you guys remember him? Two hundred and sixty thousand per year. San Jose, 
State University. I thought you went into education because it's for the children. For the children. I do it for the kids. Well, that's nice. Mohammed Kayumi. He's at 225 a year. Clovis city manager. Oh, I worked for the city. Oh. Well, at least you can't get fired unless you punch your boss. They give you benefits. You can't make very much money. Oh, well, Robert Woolley. Oh, he's at 221 a year. And a sheriff. Boy, that Listen, I was in law enforcement, so I get to say things, right? You never do it to become rich unless you were the sheriff of Placer County. That's $216,000 a year. <laughs> he did it to become rich. It would be funny to see some of these guys, right? Under sheriff at Santa Clara, 215000 Listen, I get it. There's a lot of guys out there who make twenty five, thirty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, a year in the pension. I understand. The problem is when the negotiations were done by the city, county, state managers to retain these people, right? If you're a, if you're a community college in northern L.A. County, what is it now, a chancellor? They went from superintendent chancellor because that's a cooler name. And your pension is $300,000 a year. Uh, mm, I don't know. Are you not embarrassed? Right? Because you know you, you know it doesn't come from something being manufactured for a dollar, sold for $2. There's a profit. You're bettering humanity. You're, you might be bettering humanity, uh, but you understand it's coming from people's money, taxes. Right? You, you have to ask yourself, the dollars that are coming in, why is it that when you have multiple dollars that are coming in, multiple dollars that are, that are going out, it seems like, and it's just me, but it seems like it's the little guy that gets taken again. Listen, I, I want you to do well. I want you to succeed, but I want you to pay attention. Sometimes you're going to have to do, you're going to have to make financial decisions. You ready? Grab your pen here. What if you took your IRA and you put it back into your 401k, right? You may be one of those gentlemen or those ladies. You're 64, 62, 68. And you say, I'm going to go back to work because my prof- I'm going to stop my pension. I'm going to not start social security. And you have an IRA and you know that at age 70 and a half, you're going to have to start taking money from your IRA. So what happens? You are allowed to take your IRA and move it into your 401k as long, or your, your employer plan as long as they accept it. So if you work for a city, it's called a 457. If you work for a county, it's the same thing. If you're a school district employee, nonprofit, hospital, or research, it's normally called a 403b. So why would I want you to do that? Because when you roll over your IRA to your 401k, there's three main reasons to do it. Number one, you're going to still be working at age 70 and a half. And you're going to be facing a required minimum distribution. That means they're going to force you to start taking money out of that account. And if they do, you don't need it. You want to leave it. As long as you do not own more than 5% of the company that you are working for, then you can have a 401k and not be forced to take money out of that account not until a later date, of course, when you terminate the, the employment, when you leave the job. Then you have to start taking money out. No big deal. But you're allowed to let it sit and grow. Another reason is what if you want to retire early? You've reached your goals. You've done what you were supposed to do. You want to retire at 50, 55. There's a rule called a 55-year-old or, or Rule 55. The Rule 55 allows you to do this. It allows you to take your money that comes from a 401k, your job uh, plan, and to withdraw it without a penalty. Unlike an IRA, at age 59 and a half, that's the only time you can start taking money out. But if you are still working and you're 55 years old and then you quit and your money comes from your company plan, most of those plans allow you to withdraw money, not pay a penalty of 10%. And 2% for the state of California. Right? Don't don't forget them. 
So that is a really good... Now, if you want to retire prior to uh, age 55, you can. You have to activate rule 72T as in Tom. So then you can pull money from your retirement accounts, regardless of where they are, IRA, 401k, at age 40, 45, 50, it doesn't matter. As long as you are activating rule 72T as in Tom, 72T, okay? So that, that matters to you for this reason. My main purpose is this. You are working past age 70 and a half because the Trump economy has really done some good things, regardless of what the other folks on the left, right? They're, they're no different than saying, oh, yeah, but over here, look at this corner. It's painted just right. Oh, my gosh, look over here. There's a bug. Like, okay, back up and look at the whole room. Back up and look at the whole, whole scenario. Because if you are still working past age 70 and a half, I think they need to revamp our entire retirement system. Because when I was 20, you guys were old at 70 years old. In fact, heck, if you were 50, you were ancient. I didn't expect to get to 50. <laughs> and now, being older than 50, I think it's pretty darn young. <laughs> I think 70 is right around the corner. It doesn't look bad. 70 looks good. I've seen people play tennis at age 70. Better than I could at age 20. So this is not a, uh, this isn't the same world that your grandfather grew up in. By the way, the same people who made these rules, right? Th those folks made these rules for what they thought was normal back then. Today, somebody working past age 70 and a half and needs the money maybe for their uh, health care, maybe for their income, because you can't expect a pension to give out what you thought it was, or maybe they're going to do some cutbacks, or maybe they have to do cutbacks, whether or not they do, we'll see. How do you get into a place where you protect your retirement income? One of those things is by not having to take it out. And that's what the rule of 70, it's called a required minimum distribution, right? RMD or MDR, minimum required distribution, depends on who, who gives you the letter. I don't want you to be forced to take the money out. So what do you do? Simple enough. You take it from an IRA and you roll it into your 401k. Now, maybe you can't do all of it. Maybe you do some of it. Whatever's over in the 401k does not have to have the required minimum distribution come out at 70, 71, 72, 73, et cetera. Okay, now you might say, gosh, Arif, that's tough to do. So let's play pretend for a minute. All right? Let's just, this is just you and I here. We're just playing pretend. You and I are sitting in the, in the local country club, golf country club, and we're putting on our shoes. We're sitting on our tailgates of our, uh, I don't have one, but let's say I did, an S550 Mercedes, nice car, very nice car, actually. And you have your, your uh, what is it, seven. 70i BMW, whatever, whatever that is. All right, you have the fanciest BMW going, 750, 760, whatever it is. And we're talking to each other, and you say, gosh darn it, I'm about to be 70 next year, and I own my company. And you say, gosh darn it, I'm about to be 70 next year, and I own my company. And I say, well, you know, since I'm the owner, I, I can't, I, I'm forced to start taking money out of my own retirement account. You say, well, same thing with me. And then I say, oh, you know what's interesting, Joe, is I'm going to need to hire a consultant. It's, it's only going to pay $1,000 a month. But would you be interested in being my employee and working four hours a week at 1000 a month? You can work from home. You might say, yeah, yeah, I could do that. I go, hey, listen, since you are now an employee of my company, you can roll over your IRA plan into my company 401k plan. And because you don't own more than 5% of it, you own nothing, it's my company, you're not forced to take money out of that account. And you go, oh, that's amazing, because I'm looking to hire somebody too. I'm looking to hire a consultant. Arif, would you like to be a consultant for a thousand? You guys get it? Right. Do you think the rules are written by poor people or rich people? I mean, just a guess. You can raise your hand, but keep one on the steering wheel. Who do you think, who do you think makes the rules? So that's why. 
If they're written by wealthy people, if they're written to understand and create, it's very simple. All you have to do is learn how to manage the rules. And that's what folks do. They're a consultant. They sit on the board. We pass a law that says the the board is allowed to be a part of the retirement plan. So they defer most of their money into the retirement account. They roll over their old IRA into the retirement account since they don't own more than 5%. They are not forced to take out the money at 70, 71, 72. And their 42-year-old wife can inherit everything when they die. Simple enough, right? Did you catch that? Just saying a little joke. Just kind of happens once in a while. And so that's what they do. Because especially if they have younger children, right? Often if you're 70, 71, 3, 4, and you've got a second family, usually your second family is from a much younger spouse. And usually that younger spouse has children that are teenagers or, or preteens. And you might say, well, gosh, you know, I may not be around for them to, to, to see my grandkids on that side of the family. But you know what I want to do is I want to leave them money. So there's always a way that wealthy people have created to be to get around some of these these rules. But I want you to think about this. I think they're going to raise taxes on on you, especially with with income taxes. I think your 401k dropping it into uh, sorry, your IRA dropping it into a 401k that you're still employed if you're still going to work past age 70, 71 and you're you don't want to have to pull money out of the retirement account. That's a way to do it. But here's the, the uh, is it the cherry on top, the coup de gras? Simple. I think they're going to reduce your income in retirement. Now, here's what I expect. I expect the inflation, the, the, the currency to be inflated. It's going to happen. It's always happened. It hasn't for a little while. Um, and it didn't for quite a long time as well. It, was, it wasn't normal to have an inflation really increase that much. When you're a country like China, where you have people that are multimillionaires on the coast, and you go 200 miles inland, 300 miles inland, and you have people making $6 a day, or maybe it's $50 a day today, you can absorb the currency. You can absorb the inflation. You can absorb the trade war with the United States because they've pushed funds. So, wow, the guy went from $50 a week in wages to a hundred and there's, you know, 200 million of them. <laughs> so you doubled their wages. Now, it's different than if you and I doubled our wages, but in a place like China, they can double the wages. The point is if inflation comes to the United States and you've already seen it, companies have been trying to slow it down. We want minimum wage to be $30 an hour to flip a hamburger. No problem. Six more robots, three more machines, Three ATM machines, you've been there, right? You push the button, you swipe your card, a little ticket pops up. The guy who's in the back on the grill flips three burgers, that's yours. And a manager ooh, wearing a white shirt, she brings you the food. And there's one person, two employees. Who did the minimum wage hurt? Who did it hurt? It didn't hurt you. It didn't hurt me. We might pay a few more dollars. But who did it hurt? It hurt the worker guy who said, you know what? I, listen, of course I wanted to make more money, but I'd prefer to make more money and still have a job. Or I know, just keep my old job and not make any money. If the, if the choice is losing my job, uh, I'll pick keep my job. So there's some changes that occur that I want you to pay attention to. I think they're going to inflate the currency. And then I think they're going to take a portion of your retirement income and they're going to put it in a bank. They're going to say, hey, listen, uh, Sean, love you. You're a great guy. But we're going to have to take 1% of your pension and we're going to put it off to the side. Don't worry. In five years, we're going to give you a guaranteed interest rate of 5%. We're going to pay it back to you. You're going to get a lump sum because the city will continue to kick the can down the road, which means push the problems off to make it somebody else's problem. I think that's what their goal is. That's what their plan is, is to push it far away down so that you are not uh, going to vote them out of office. But if you are expecting a pension or receiving one, guys, I think you need to get involved. Because the sooner we fix the problem, however you and, and the politicians and the voters decide, 
the better off it's going to be for you, the recipient, not the politicians. Nobody cares. But as a recipient, you're also going to be a taxpayer, right? So you might say, oh, it's not going to bother me unless you want to stay in California, then it will. Because everything will increase in price and taxes. Guys, be careful. You can always get a hold of me at 888 retire Watch out for your money. Take care of yourself first. Then you can take care of others. 888-997-3847. That's me, Arif Halaby. Thanks for being with us this hour of the program. I appreciate you every week at this time. Take care. Be safe. And thanks for listening to AM870, The Answer. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now Arif has a plan for me, higher income strategy. The Total Financial Hour is brought to you by Total Financial Solutions. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arab Halabi. All right, we're on. Learn about uh, financial power, total financial hour. It's Jimmy Carnelli. Thanks, Jimmy. All right, we're talking about your family's finances, helping you get out of debt, manage money, plan for your retirement, your future. That's kind of what it's all about. Uh, I always think it's important when you're trying to to plan for the future that you at least know a little bit about what's going on. It's the reason that you have a five-year car loan or a 30-year mortgage. The reason is because you want to be have things that are predictable, right? If you're a professional athlete or or somebody who works at, at any company, you know at least what your next two weeks paycheck is going to be. Now, maybe if you're in sales or something, maybe not. But the point is, you plan financially forward, right? We always do, uh, except when, <laughs> except when the, the, the powers that be in Wall Street doesn't want you to, right? When they don't want you to think like that, then they just do things like, oh, you know, just, just trust us. Just trust us, right? I always tell you to watch out. How do you watch out? How do you know when you have... Uh, a financial professional that's a little bit on the sneaky side. Well, or a lot. I'll give you a couple that I want you to watch out for. You heard last week with Brandon Reef, attorney, uh, SEC attorney, uh, prosecutor slash guys, not from the SEC, but the point is he goes after bad guys using SEC law, going after bad guys that uh, hurt people through Securities and Exchange Commission rules and laws. Uh, he's pretty sharp at that, right? So w- what do you do? when you are trying to plan and prepare for your family's finances and you get to the place where you start, you're looking at data and your financial professional goes from a dollar figure to percentages. And then right when they see that you start to figure it out, they go back to last year's numbers and projected this and we're better than that. You go, Oh my gosh, I guess he didn't really answer my question, but we must be doing fine because he's, he said we are. So let me explain something to you when you look at CalPERS. I don't think the pension system is going to go under, right? It's 300 plus billion, 360 billion, uh, 340 billion, a lot of money. It's not going to go away. But I think what's going to happen to the CalPERS pension system, CalSTRS, your city of LA, uh, maybe not the water and power. It's a pretty darn good pension system. Uh, but most of them out there, I, I would say, I don't know, whatever it says, 95, 98%, you, you pick a number, it's, it's probably pretty darn close to except for one hand, maybe two hands, uh, you know, five, ten of it. That's it. That's it. Why? Because they have overpromised and everybody is afraid to tell you that, oh, by the way, we messed up. Right? Here's a good example. $326 billion in assets were needed to fund the promises for 1.8 million California public employees. 1.8 million employees that are counting on $326 billion in assets. The problem is they're about $153 billion short. $153 billion. All right? So I'm going to stay, stay using the same denominator here. That means we're about half or, or about a third, right? Depending on how you do it. Here's, here's a good example. Last year, 
2016, let's go because this is 2017 numbers. So 2016, 68 cents of every dollar that was needed was present. Now they're going to try to tell you, oh, look, look, the pension fund has increased. You go, yeah, yeah, it sure has. Why? Well, because people have put money in and because they earned some interest, which is good. And we want to, we want them to earn interest. So they earn some interest. People put money in. There's also people taking money out. So they went from 68 to 71. The best market in modern history, minus maybe one year or two, if you go back to you know, 99 or something, one of the best stock market gains in modern history, real estate gains, real estate prices went up through the roof because uh, CalPERS and CalSTRS, they own a lot of real estate. One of the best in years, and they went up 2%. Right? If we do the math, it's going to take 15 years of having the best year ever. In other words, every year has to be better than the next year. Better than the next year. 15 years just to get back to, whew, there is enough money. I, I mean, do you understand that? We have to, it's like you have to shoot a hole in one 15 out of 18 times on the golf course just to have a shot at winning, just to be, just to be with the rest of the crew, the, the group. My point is, I don't think the money's going to disappear. I think what's going to happen is they're going to disappoint you. They're going to disappoint you and say, listen, 1.8 million of you that are counting on a pension, listen, uh, we're going to have to give you a pay cut. Now, listen, it's a function. CalPERS is not, it's like saying the weather, right? The weather in California. Well, where? In the mountains, in San Francisco, in San Diego? Do you know it rained today? It did. You look outside. So when you say CalPERS, it's made up of a lot of mini cities, counties, agencies. So the way CalPERS, public employee retirement system, the way it works is the city goes to them and says, hi, we're the city of X, and we believe that we want to have a pension for our employees. They said, great, give us the names and ages, the salaries of all those employees, and then they do what's called an actuarial review. That just means they say, oh, Joe is 50 years old. Mary is 60 years old. This is how long we think they're going to live. Women live a little longer than guys. Uh, this is how much they make. Uh, how many years of service do they have? Here's how much you need to have in a bucket of dollars that's allocated to earn interest and to pay for the lifestyle of Joe and of Mary when they choose to retire. So that means there's a mini amount of dollars in each one of our names. Now, it's not segregated like that. It's still a big bucket. Imagine a, a stew, right? Every, you might get three scoops. I get one. And inside of that stew is, a, you know, some potatoes, some, uh, you know, filet. Chop up just nice because why not? Some carrots. I love, I love a stew with carrots. But in that stew is the big bucket of dollars. And, oh, you work for the city of Beverly Hills. They have a wonderful pension plan, very rich pension plan. If you work up, get up through the ranks, Irvine, Anaheim, amazing pension plans. City of San Francisco, you might as well have died and gone to heaven. So you get four scoops. Ah, you work for the county of Imperial you know, you just started, you, you get a half a scoop. But it's the entity, the job of the county, city, state, the agency to decide what your pension benefits are. So, for example, if Joe works 30 years and will get 70% of his pay, there's a formula. Right? Remember math? You didn't like it a whole lot. You looked at the board. You said, I'm never going to use it. Eh, wrong. You use it every day. So that's what happens. They say, Joe, for every hour you work, the city needs to put in a dollar fifteen, and it goes into this bucket. And they know that by the time Joe reaches his age, they earn a certain amount of interest in there. The city is putting in a dollar fifteen, but also Joe has to put in a dollar. So the pension is always made up of three parts: the money put in by the by the entity, the city, county, state. And it's only separated on a piece of paper, on a ledger. 
the money put in by the employee, him or herself, their actual dollars, and the earnings. Okay, you had $100. We earned an average of 6%. You now have $106. So that's what makes up a pension plan. Now, Cal Purs says, hey, Arif, don't you worry. We are the experts in managing this fund. So come heck or high water, we know how to manage it. And for that, you will pay us a fee. And so that's what happens. Behind the scenes, they all go through. We give them the money, and we expect them to do at least as good as the market, right? The market, you just close your eyes, and and you should be able to do what everybody else does. So they should beat the market. Right, the S&P 500, the, dust, the, the Russell, the, the NASDAQ. Th- those are indexes that you don't have to know anything. You just put it in there and go back to sleep. But they say, don't worry, we're active. Does this sound familiar like your broker? We are actively managing it. I go, great, darn it. What are you doing, man? It sounds tough. You, you're eating your vegetables? You get up? You do push-ups? Because you're actively doing something, then you must be better than passively. It means sitting down and watching TV. And then when you find out that 90% plus of the brokers don't beat the passive guys, right? it's like coming in and doing a blood pressure check in a room full of guys. The man who's on the treadmill, who's eating his shakes, his smoothies, his little you know, 70s headband on, his tube socks up to his knees. That guy is running like crazy on that little treadmill. And then you have the big guy sitting down watching the third version of Matlock, <laughs> and binge watching Murder She Wrote. And you do the blood pressure check and the cholesterol check, and the guy who's sitting down doing nothing is healthier. You might say, So so why am I eating wheatgrass again? Oh why 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 am I why am I letting that guy have his great hamburger and I and I'm you know chewing on a protein bar? Right? Do you get the difference between active and passive? I'm trying to help you out here. And if you think about it, you would think to yourself, well, then these people must be really darn good. All right. So fast forward, CalPERS is up to 71%. That means, you need to understand this, guys. That means that there's 29% missing. That means for every $100. So let's just say you're, you're a, a, an average teacher that's, that's retired, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago. And your pension is 4000 a month, right? When I say average, I mean you, you didn't promote, you don't have anything more than a master's degree, right? There's some teachers, you go down the road, you get a PhD, you might have a higher pay depending on how many years you, you stay. Let's just say a regular job, educated, retired at 60 years old, 4000 a month, 10 years ago. That means right now there's somewhere in the neighborhood of about $1,100 that you're going to be missing, right? So, so they shouldn't be giving you 4000 They should be giving you, oh, I don't know, 2900 maybe, something like that. Carry the one. $2,900 is what you're, if, if you want to sustain the pension system and you're receiving 4000 a month gross, which means before taxes, in order for the pension system, if you are CalPERS, public employee retirement system, you're not allowed to take all four. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, I always say a clown because I, I don't try to use bad words. I mean, I try not to use bad words. That's my goal, right? And there's a clown who watches. Hey, if you're trying to scare people, well, look at, you can, you can choose any kind of data you want. Oh, but, but Eric, Cal Purs did, you know, 17% last year. Nice. Nice. I made it three quarters away across the canyon when I jumped. And you splat it on the ground. So who cares if you barely jumped and missed? We both had the same result, which is splat. So I don't care how much money it made last year. I care about how much is there. And if they busted their hiney in the best market, this is the data that matters more than anything. All the rest is noise. The data that matters the most, and this isn't me saying it, right? It's like, oh, Eric, look, this is not me. I, I'm not the expert here 
of uh, opening up CalPERS pension system. I'm only reporting to you what things like the Sacramento Bee, the Mercury News. Uh, oh, uh, uh, how about pension? Oh, this is pretty fun. Protect retirement security for California Californians, myth and fact. They should say, protect California security, what every Californian should know that we want you to know, where we hide out the rest. Pension costs are just 3.4%. It's a scam. Do not listen to their numbers. The city of LA is somewhere in the neighborhood. Are you ready for this? 20 to 30% of the money that the city of LA brings in has to go out for pensions. In the next five years, as people are starting to retire, the next 10 years, that number is going to increase statistically across the board. You're seeing... pen. Now, listen, I want employees to receive the money. I, you worked for it. They took your Social Security. They tricked you into saying, you're not going to get Social Security. We'll give you this pension. It's much better. Wah, wah. You go, okay, sign me up. I'll take it. The problem is, it's the stinking politicians who promised stuff and then didn't act on the other side. It's like me saying, hey, listen. Hey, listen, Stephen. Stephen. Steve. Stephen, I'm going to give you money from Joe. And then when the vote comes, you go, Stephen goes, you know what? I like that. I think that's a pretty good deal. I'll take it. And Joe's like, hey, 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 that's not right. You're taking my... Hey, you're a racist. Hey, you're a bigot. And Joe's saying, listen, I just... You're just taking my money and giving it to him. Yeah, I know, but the only reason you're doing it is because you don't like teachers. No, 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 no. I just, you're just taking my money and giving it to him. Well, you don't like policemen, firemen, right? I want you to think about this for a second. Of course we want police and fire and teachers and city workers and county workers and state agency guys and gals to get their money. The problem is... The only way to solve this, in Arif's opinion, I've got it, I've got the solution. You ready? Write it down for those of you listening. It's simple. You have to do, I think, all of three things. Now, it depends on who's in political office, uh, how important you think it is, as to what percentage of the solution you do to each one of these. Number one is the employees have to put more money in. I understand teachers are putting in 8 or 9%, depending on where they go to school. But they may have to put in 12. I understand policemen are putting in 8 or 10 or 12, whatever. They're going to have to put in 15 or 18. I don't know the numbers, but they're going to have to put in more. I understand that people are putting in more money and it's difficult to live. But you don't think the, the two-tiered system is going to happen? Listen, I've said this publicly numerous times. I'm going to share it again just in case you're new to listening to this part. You can't tell me that a 36-year-old single mother of three who 10 years earlier was a student teacher and and mentored by a wonderful lady who was a a Ph.D., uh, 55-year-old lady who was an educator who had taught many many, uh, student teachers. And today, that 36-year-old mother, single mother of three, is raising her kids on her own. And she's going to look at her local social media and see that the teacher who was 55 years old, who's now 66 or 65, is in Fiji making nine grand a month. Why? Because Transparent California will tell you 7000 8000 a month, whatever the number is. And because we got to keep that teacher making six, seven, eight, nine thousand dollars $9,000 a month, you can't tell me that the single mother who's going to have to put in more money from her paycheck isn't going to feel like it's not right. Because in her mind, she has 30 years left of re- till retirement. And you're going to take twice as much now out of her pension so that she can have a second trip this summer in Fiji? Right? right? I, I think you're going to see this class warfare that's going to be built up. You can, you can replace it with teachers and firemen, policemen, uh, city workers, water and power. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. I think there's going to be a two-tier system. The new guys are going to get shafted and saying, wait a second, I'm paying so that 
so that uh, you know Juan can take a trip again with his family to, to Disney World? Right? I want you to think about this. I, I think that's an issue. So that's number one. Number two, I think they're going to have to, very simple, raise taxes. These folks, right? Look, I just don't know how honest Dave Lowe is, who's the chairman of Californians for Retirement Security, a coalition of public employee unions that was founded about 15 years ago to defend workers' calls for pension cuts. Oh, okay. I mean, that's nice. But do you understand that, that if you kill the cow, there's no more milk? You want the cow to be healthy and continue to give you tax money. If you think you're going to have a great dinner tonight, maybe even tomorrow night, that's great. And then what next week? So you better make sure the economy stays healthy, Mr. Dave Lowe, because otherwise you're going to have a huge issue. 20% of the, the city of Los Angeles budget currently, and in 2002 it was 5%. Can you say parabolic, right? Like an increase that just goes through the roof in the next 15 years. So they just make up number. Oh, well, uh, we're going to forget that. Over here, look at the corner. I think you're going to have to raise taxes. No question about it. So what taxes? Well, it's going to be the same thing they did with the lotto. Remember when they shifted money around? They told you to support the lotto because it's, it's, it's for the children. It's for the children. Those inner city kids. They need a school book. They're only updated to Jimmy Carter's presidency and they need it. And you say, oh, well, gosh, there's been a couple presidents since him. We're going we're gonna to need a few more. And so we, we all pass it. We say, you know what? That's pretty cool. We want holes in the roof. We want new air conditionings, right? And these six schools, there's only swamp coolers. So we need to upgrade all this stuff. Sign me up. I'll vote for that. And then when the million dollars comes in, the state criminals, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I guess... Maybe that's a little harsh, but, you know, other bad words are not allowed on the FCC, so I'm doing my best. The son of a guns from the state took the money from those schools and replaced it with the lotto money. So in came a million dollars. We reduced the budget by a million dollars. And at the end, they had all this bucket of money. They said, oh, gosh, what projects can we do it now? Light rail. What projects can we do now? High-speed rail. Uh, what projects can we do now? Oh, all of the politicians need a pay raise. Right? So, so the challenge is you can't trust them. Period. Done. Conversation over. We've tried it. We've tried it more than once. Every time you pass something, the people speak, and the far left takes it to the courts, and they vote it down. Every time they try to fix the pension system, it's not fair. The unions speak up, and they vote it down. All right, well, now it's going to be a greater percentage. You have to raise taxes. Folks, in my opinion, if you're a retiree and you're going to live in California, you have to expect to pay more taxes. There is no question. You might say, well, here, if I make money, and da, da, da. Listen, real estate is the only place they're going to have to pay your taxes. That's it. It's real estate. It's the only thing you can't take because the jobs are leaving. Another 9,000 companies have gone. City, uh, you know, retirees are leaving, right? You save your half a million, two million, five million dollars. You sell off your stuff and you leave. At least from a resident standpoint, you might keep a vacation home in, in Huntington Beach or in Ventura. That's fine. But your residence is outside of the state of California, which means no taxes for them. So I think this is, that's just, this is just hyperbole. It's Arif's idea. They're going to have to call it a fee. Just like they did with Obamacare. You've heard me talk about this. You've heard me even say, listen, if you're a retiree and you're expecting a pension plan, expect them to tax unearned income differently. Right? There's a, there's a criteria. It's earned income, unearned income. Payroll tax is the only thing that we can go after. Earned income, which means your job. I think they're going to have to give the special assessment 
the special assessment of one or two or three percent, something, whatever it is, to your unearned income, which is dividends, pension, 401k money, not, not income tax. That's, that's going to happen no matter what. But a special assessment to unearned income, because it's a greater percentage of the, those that have money, that's you, retirees. And I think they're going to assess it. The problem is you cannot trust them to use it for what they tell you they're going to use it for. It's for the children. It's a bond. It's gas tax for the roads. You're like, are you kidding me? We're paying $3.50 a gallon and the roads are like crud. And they've been cruddy for, for years. This isn't like, oh, well, we're just getting around to it. No, you have more Caltrans workers than you have jobs for Caltrans workers. Thousands more than, than are necessary. And you, you have a, and you have a, we have a hiring sign that says, give us more. Why don't you just transfer the ones that are watching six guys dig a hole? You know, six guys watching the one guy dig a hole. Oh, Eric, you don't understand Caltrans. Listen, folks, I have clients and friends and family that work in there. They will tell you, you know it. When we come back, I'll give you the third thing that I think is going to have to happen. When we come back, you're listening to me, Eric Hallaby. Hey, here's my number, 888-99-RETIRE. I want you to get out of debt. I want you to manage your financial life. I want you to not end up having to go back to work in retirement. So you have to manage this from the right standpoint so you don't get in trouble. 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. I'm Arif Halaby. This is the Total Financial Hour. Give me a call if you have any questions. You can also get us a, give a, whole, get a hold of us all week long at that number. We'll be right back. I'm Arif Halaby. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.